1: Listen to season one now by typing Sorry about the murder into your favorite podcast app.
0: Ah, look!
2: Greetings, fans of the Esoteric, and welcome to the Halloween special! Yes, all right. We know it's currently the 6th of November, but we have a very good reason for being late. Yes,
1: a very good reason.
2: A cast-iron reason, which is that we're not late at all. No, today is the 31st of October. It is also, we acknowledge, the 6th of November for everyone else. There, I think that clears things up. It might not. (gasps) Actually. <gasps> All right, fine. So the thing is, we're following a different calendar to the rest of humanity, Bernie and I. It is a calendar from 1998, and it says that today is the 31st of October. Do you
1: think we should buy a new calendar, Magenta?
2: Oh, 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 I see. Why don't we strangle a dolphin for fun while we're at it? Oh. Think of the planet, Bernard.
1: Oh, yes, you're so committed to recycling, my dear.
2: And the 1998 calendar has some truly excellent pictures of cats. It, so, uh, <laughs> I mean, it
1: really <laughs> does. There's some quality cat cats. pictures in there.
2: So, happy
1: Halloween, listeners! Yes,
2: happy Halloween! On the spooky agenda today is a series of spooky letters, some spooky spine-tingling cocktails, and an exceedingly exciting and spooky and horrifying announcement. Oh, two announcements, actually.
1: Yes, well, the first announcement is... We've moved house.
2: Or rather, we've moved into a crumbling ruin on a bleak, windswept moor. Tell them more, Bernie. (laughs)
1: Yes, a little (laughs) moor pun. Yes, Very good. Mm. So, we're renovating an old Tudor house, and it's a big project. You see, we're big fans of the series Grand Designs, in which presenter Kevin MacLeod... Who is a
2: sexy, philosophical tortoise of a man! Oh, yes. So
1: watchable. So he follows people who are building their own house from scratch or turning an old ruin into a modern home.
2: I mean, invariably, they end up with something the size of a bloody aircraft hangar in the middle of the countryside with entire walls made of glass. Floor-to-ceiling glass. It costs tens of thousands of pounds. Every episode basically finishes with them bankrupt and unable to go for a shit without being visible to hikers. It's madness. It is.
1: It is madness. Madness. Every single house looks like a fancy visitor's centre. You know the type that you get in the middle of a wetland area that has a cafe and a display about the local wildlife,
2: or a university library, or a car park. Yes, it? yes, but less cosy. Yes,
1: car park. They, when they put those gabions, you know those things the that gabion. are gabion. Well, it's like a cage full of rocks, and it normally goes alongside uh, like a motorway or something. Oh yeah. Sometimes
2: they build entire houses out of it, and it's meant to be architectural. I don't get it. Why, when has concrete become chic?
1: Well, at some point, I mean, it was done
2: well. well funnily, you should
1: mention that oh, God, here it we was go. done to great effect at, uh, in the brutalist movement of the nineteen sixties, like the Barbican Centre in London, for instance. But uh, not many people can ape that sort of uh, brutalist architectural style very effectively.
2: Well, it's uh, none of it's nice, though, my dear. None of it. The Barbican Centre is not attractive.
1: I suppose not. Well, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, I
2: suppose. No, no, There's people me. are lying to themselves. Ah, it's
1: horrible. Yes, right.
2: So but anyway, anyway. yes, we've,
1: we've we've been watching Grand Designs for a long time and Magenta is convinced that we can do better.
2: Well, of course we can.
1: Although we have no building experience and a very tight
2: budget. But we're much smarter than the Grand Designs bunch, aren't we, darling? Yes. yes. And the crumbling ruin was so cheap, it would have been idiocy not to buy it. Uh, it's, it's cheap because... I mean, it's a little bit haunted, they say. Oh, I'll deal with that. I'm sure it's and
1: fine. And it's also cheap because it is so crumbling, like really very crumbly. We're currently living in a caravan that we parked in the banqueting hall.
2: Oh, the caravan is awful. But we'll have finished the renovations by Christmas, so I'm sure we can endure the deprivations until then. Christmas is a
1: month away, dear. Yes. And I'm doing all the building work. Well, we
2: have to save every penny we can, Bernard. I I think it might take a little bit longer than that. Bernard, you have so little confidence in yourself. It's heartbreaking to see, you know. You're more than capable of restoring a 50-room derelict Tudor mansion on your own, my dear. I believe in you. Thank you, dear. Yes, you're very supportive. Of course, you're my Bernie, my little (laughs) mansy-pansy. And I help people, that's just who I am. Talking of which, on to the first letter. No, actually, I need a drink first before I expose my psyche to our listeners' problems. Bernie, play the jingle.
1: All right. Halloween cocktail time. Halloween cocktail time. Halloween cocktail time. Halloween cocktail time. (laughs) Halloween cocktail time.
2: First up. It's a spooky g which stands for... Uh, gin and tonic? No, Garibaldi biscuits and tequila.
1: Ah, yes, of course.
2: So, you take the Garibaldi biscuits and you whiz them into a fine powder. You mix it with tequila, et voila! A g and You'll need enough tequila that you're not drinking paste, mind you. Here's yours, Bernard. Oh, thank you, my dear. Down the hatch, up your bum. Uh, quite so. Slante. Mm. Mmm... Yes.
1: Wallpaper pasty.
2: Oh, yours is too thick, my dear. Uh, Let me pour some more tequila. All right.
1: There
2: we go. All right. First letter. Okay. (laughs) So this is from Vicky. Uh, I'm not sure where Vicky's from.
1: She, do- she doesn't say, does she?
2: Let's do a spooky Halloween impression. Oh, I say l- let's us, but I mean you. Uh, so let's think of a good Halloween voice. Uh, Vincent Ooh. Price. He's I a pretty... was just going to say that. Ah, great minds. Absolutely.
1: And our minds are very great.
2: Yes. And then we'll bibliomancy it. We're going to do bibliomancy this Oh, time. yes. We haven't done proper bibliomancy for a while. No, and I miss it. And, and uh, I told Bernard to go in the house and get lots of spooky books.
1: Yes, which I've done.
2: And uh, we'll do the bibliomancy from them.
0: All right, dear magenta. I previously submitted my spooky question about my dogs and their odd reaction to a wall in our neighborhood. Your answer, having to do with a nefarious unicycle riding dog napper, was incredible. Of course. The most intriguing part is there actually was a shady looking unicycle rider around our neighborhood. Is there any other kind?
2: Do you think she's serious? I think she is. Good God.
0: After your answer aired, we never saw that person again. Coincidence? I think not. Especially because my dogs now pass the wall with no problems. Madam Magenta, you are a marvel.
2: Of course. Did she, Do you think she wrote in thinking we weren't going to solve her problem? I mean, it does rather sound like it, doesn't it? Well, what if she's imp- a convert now. Yes, resent the implication. Here
0: is the only Halloween question I've got. I've always dressed up with gusto, usually making my own costume, and sometimes one for my husband and dogs because I like a family theme. But this time I'm out of inspiration. What should I, slash we, dress up as for Halloween? Depending on when your episode comes out, we may not have time, so please, if you answer, keep it simple. Lots of love, Vicky. (laughs) Oh, very good,
2: very good, dear. Well, you you can't
0: not do that. Laugh, oh, can that you?
2: was wonderful, not very a good impression. impression yeah. So, I mean, it's a according to the Gregorian calendar that everyone else is using. Yes, Halloween has passed. Right, but never mind, because I think people should get dressed up for Christmas more. Yes. In a spooky fashion in this case. So, first book we've got off the pile is The Woman in Black by Susan Hill.
1: Ah, yes, a horror classic.
2: Susan, the creepiest of all the names. All right, give me a number, Bernie.
1: Uh the 66.
2: 66! On its
1: way to being the number of the beast.
2: Oh, yes, almost there.
1: And what do you think the line number (laughs) will be?
2: Well, I don't know. You're the one who gives it to me, aren't Well,
1: you? At six was
2: the implication. Of that oh, I bit. see. Right. So yes, let's complete it. Six. Very good. Right. One, two, three, four, five, six. So it's a fragment, of course. But nor had I any strength left in my body to turn and run. <laughs> oh,
1: what a good one.
2: I mean, this is, it is a spooky book, so it is going to say something And it's quite like
1: short actually. as well, so it's going to be dense to the point.
2: So it has to be someone, uh, so you're going to have to dress up as someone who is uh, uh, sapped of all strength. Right, who uh, who cannot turn to run away from from the terrifying thing? Do we know? Any, can you think of any movies where that's uh, a person who's just like no, 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 and you're like run, you silly bastard. Uh, what, Sorry, I tried to think of a better word. There. But
1: bastard just was so obviously the word yes, that it yes. required.
2: Yes, so you're shouting at the screen, run, and they're not; they're just glued to the spot. Who comes to mind? uh i I feel
1: like it's a Frodo thing to do Is I it? feel like Frodo Baggins does a lot of standing around looking wide eyed when 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 he should be running. He
2: does also travel a vast distance though well, he
1: does do yes, he doesn't run though he sort of ambles slowly oh, really? Yes.
2: Oh, well, there we go then. So, uh, and also, if we, if you go with the hobbits, that's the whole family, isn't it? Oh, yes, true. So, uh, you've got dogs, so small hairy creatures, hobbits. Yes. Excellent. Oh, so maybe the dogs should be the hobbits. Oh, right. And, and dear Vicky and her husband, they can be... Uh, Saraban and an orc? I don't oh, know. Oh, you,
1: you went for them. I, I was sort of thinking other members of the, the Fellowship, you know. The, the, oh,
2: what, like Gandalf yeah, and... Yeah, Boromir
1: and, and Aragorn and, and people like that. Yes.
2: Oh, yeah, well, take your pick. There and you go. They're good literally. costumes, aren't they? I mean... Yes, yes. Plenty
1: to draw upon there.
2: But, you know, Halloween's about making costumes sexy as well. Yes. So... <laughs> So, make sure you have some cheeky cutouts on the outfits when you put them together.
1: Yes, do gimli, but maybe, you know, with, with ju- easy access. Just the leather straps.
2: Oh, more <laughs> access than you'd ever require. Yes. All right. Next letter from Joey Jett. What a great name. That's brilliant. From Maine, the US. Right. They put in brackets in case we didn't know that. Well. Uh, I appreciate you, Joey.
1: Thank you. I, I, I mean, our, our knowledge of uh, of uh, US states is, is fairly limited, but uh, I do know that Maine is in the US.
2: So there are two celebs mentioned in this email, so I think you should actually pretend to be one of them. All so right. The first one is Noel Fielding and the second is Screaming Jay Hawkins. <laughs> so which one are you going <laughs> to pretend to be? Uh, I think you should do Noel Fielding. All right. I think you've done him before, but you're very good at it. Yes,
1: OK, here we go. And he's
2: quite spooky.
0: Hello, Madam Magenta and Bernard. My name is Joey Jett from Maine, US.
1: (laughs) He does a lot of laughing, doesn't he? Yes, he he
0: does, yes. I doubt I'll hear your response soon as I'm listening to every episode chronologically and I'm on book two, but I can deal with this conundrum until then. I'm being stalked by the ghost of my ex. Like Bernard, they're kind and well-spoken. Oh, that's nice. But ever-present and great at voice acting. Oh, that's very
2: nice. He does hang around Bernard, ever-present. He's kind of like, you know, you turn around. There he is! Yes, 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 yes.
0: Not a second goes by that I'm not confused as to whether or not I'm being swooned by Noel Fielding committing sorcery or something akin to screaming Jay Hawkins asking me to slip into something a little less comfortable. It was fun, but now it's a problem. Thank you for your time. Love the podcast.
2: Sure, this is a real problem. (laughs) Do you think he's. I'm going to be brutally honest here. Do you think he's yanking our crank? Yes, I don't. I I mean, I'd hate to think that our listeners are big old liars. (laughs) I would, but, you know, I'm not sure about this. But let's pretend, let's uh, suspend the old disbelief. Yes. And pretend that Joey isn't pulling our leg. All right. And let's go on to Guilty Creatures, a menagerie of mysteries, edited by Martin Edwards. Martin, the most horrifying and spooky of male names. Yes. Susan and Martin. Proper
1: horror names, these are.
2: Yes. All right, give us a number.
1: Uh, well, should we continue oh, the
2: theme? What what number is the is main You know, number of states. Oh. Maine is the thirteenth state. That Gosh, kind of
1: thing. I've absolutely no idea. No, <laughs> I don't
2: either. Why did I even ask? <laughs> Why did you expect me to know that? <laughs> well, you are a bit of a you know.
1: I do retain some facts, but that is pushing it even for me.
2: Mm.
1: Well, we could continue the six 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 method and use that. Oh, just sl- do it
2: every time. Yes. That's an interesting idea. Yes, it's All giving right. ourselves
1: a strict boundary. Is it a bit
2: a bit too spooky? Uh, well, to do that. Do what think... are, are there other terrifying numbers? Um oh, uh, you did that in a very I'm scared way.
1: I did. I don't know. I can't think of any numbers specifically that are terrifying.
2: No, no, let's, let's stick with this then. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, I went Scottish. Four five six. You I did. don't know what happened there. Were possessed right, okay, so it's fragments of a sentence, of course. To the roof, where there was probably a tank to feed the bath. <laughs> <laughs> What was the problem again? Uh, Being haunted by
1: your ex. Right.
2: OK, so you go to the roof where there's probably a tank (laughs) to feed the bar. A tank.
1: You know, when you were first reading it, I I, I was (laughs) picturing, you know, the armoured vehicle
2: type of tank. As opposed to a water tank. Yes. Right. Well, yes. I mean, maybe it is to do with that sort of tank. But you can't really do anything uh, with a ghost. You know, you can't get rid of a ghost with a, a military vehicle.
1: No, no matter how much firepower you have, it's, it's not going to work. I'm is not it?
2: sure a water tank's going to work. I, although water can be used for exorcisms. Yes. So what you need to do is uh, find some holy water, right. put it in your water tank so that you're bathing in it on a daily basis. Ah, yes. And eventually that'll work. They'll I, go
1: away. I suppose you could just uh, ask a, a man of the cloth, a man of the church to come and bless the water. Oh,
2: they're useless. No, it's better to do it yourself.
1: Oh, what find your own holy water.
2: No, oh, absolutely. Most of these most of these modern priests, you ask them to do an exorcism. They won't do it for you. Yes. They've got some bananas newfangled idea. Shysters. That you that you can't put holy water in your water tank yeah. no this way it's basically like repellent so you're washing yourself in ghost repellent every ah, day yes uh, there you go so that'll work a
1: healthy body scrub
2: so a little bit of genuine good advice even though joey is talking out of his uh, <laughs> <there>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do believe you joey up. we do we Completely do made up.
2: all right next one slightly disheartened in canada oh dear oh. right so, um, uh, what would you like to do a Canadian, a spooky Canadian? Who's the spookiest can- Canadian? Uh, Alanis Morrissey.
1: Yes, uh, uh, yes, that's pretty good.
2: Brian Adams. Brian
1: Adams. Ala- no, Alanis is spookier than Brian Adams, isn't she? So, I, I suppose I could sing it as Alanis. <laughs>
2: yes, excellent. <laughs>
1: All right. Dear, dear Madam Magin... I hope you and Bernard are doing well. (laughs) This is
2: going to be a long letter. (laughs) This is going to be a
1: long letter. Should I, should I commit to this or what?
2: (laughs) Oh oh God! After
1: much consideration and a fair amount of tea. Oh yeah, that works. I have decided. If I just do I I like that every time.
0: Uh, Okay, I think
1: I better start again because I'm mangling this letter. I hope you and Bernard are doing very well. After much consideration and a fair amount of tea, I have decided that this entirely vexing problem would be best handled by a more enlightened person than myself. I have recently started at a new high school, and although I do know some people, I am having a tremendously hard time breaking into a real friend group. Although I do love listening to you and Bernard, I think it would be probably healthy to form some more substantial relationships in my daily life. What should I do to help me make some more friends? Thank you in advance, slightly disheartened in
2: Canada. I think that worked and was very respectful to the content of the letter, (laughs) as always. (laughs) All right. slightly disheartened in Canada. Oh, the whole friend thing is hard, isn't it? It's
1: so hard.
2: You know, you think you've made friends and then uh, geography gets in the way distance, people have babies. Oh
0: gosh, yes. Oh, Any so number of things. it's
2: not just a problem you're going to have at high school, I'm afraid. it's It's an entire life problem. Not that I'm trying to put a downer on this because I'm not. I'm just saying it's Very common, isn't it, Bernie? Yes,
1: yes. Yes. Life gets in the way constantly.
2: So I think this uh, this advice is going to be for for us too, because where the hell are our friends? Well, we
1: could all do with this, couldn't we?
2: Yes. So next book, the Encyclopedia of Cult Children's TV. Why why did you bring this through? Well,
1: I I remember watching the Midwich Cuckoos and then being very freaked out by that, and I do remember the Midwich Cuckoos.
2: Yes. What's that? uh, uh, It uh, sounds like the Wicker Man levels of strangeness. It is.
1: It's it's somewhat like that. Yes, it's about uh, haunted children.
2: Is this a children's programme?
1: Well, ostensibly, yes. but it, it, I think it was uh, bra- Black and White from the 1960s. About Oh, they of... didn't
2: give a shit about scaring kids. No, in, no, they? they
1: were all for it. Mm. And, I, and I, I do remember being very freaked out by that, and I do think that that is included in that particular encyclopaedia of cult. All right, British yes, British this children's might TV. be the
2: most terrifying book so far. Then. I think it could be, yes. All right, so 66, let's have a look. Mm-mm-mm. 60, oh, where the... Does it have page yes, numbers? Yes, yes, it, no, it does. Well, it's a book, isn't it? They tend to have page numbers. One, two, three, four, five, six. An army truck slash another army thing wow. slash in a humperty bumperty army truck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what it says. That's not an adjective I'm familiar with. But, a uh,
2: humperty bumperty. Uh, quite expressive. Sounds like autoeroticism to me. It really. Is it? Humperty bumperty. Do you get it?
1: I, yes, I do get it. Yes. Okay. Do the listeners get it?
2: Auto-eroticism is uh, sort of, you know, pleasing yourself, as yes, it
1: were. But it's also...
2: But humpety bumpety army truck sounds like you're humping an army truck.
1: Yes. Auto.
2: Yeah, and auto is... Yeah, OK. Do you see? Very funny. It,
1: it's good that we explained
2: very, that. Very, very funny. OK, an army truck slashing a humpity bumpety army truck. What the... Oh, I know what it means. Join the cadets. Oh! I don't know if they have that in America.
1: I don't know if they do.
2: <laughs> or Canada. This is Canada, This is isn't Canada, it? yeah. So uh, well, I'm sure they have an equivalent. I'm sure. So basically, in the UK, some strange people join the Sea Cadets or the Other Cadets. It's I don't know what It's Often they are. the
1: domain of quite posh schools, isn't it?
2: No, no, no. You can do it just off your own back. Can you? Yes, yes. Really, that shed up on the hill. The sea cadets. Oh, we pass yes. it all the time. Yes. It's so far away from the sea, and it's a shed <laughs> for sea cadets.
1: Landlocked sea yes. cadets.
2: Yes, yes. So, uh, so that's what you need to do. You need, uh, Although, what if slightly disheartened in Canada hates all that drills and... <laughs>
1: Getting up at a crack of dawn, iron creases in your trousers, oh, all of that. Oh, God. I mean,
2: to me, it sounds like a nightmare. But, you know, the heart of it is saying... Some sort of hobby group, I suppose?
1: I I suppose so,
2: yes. So there you go, my dear. You know, they always say this, don't they? Get a hobby, you'll make friends. I did pottery. Didn't we do pottery?
1: We did pottery this year, Yeah, It was full
2: of some of the worst people I've ever met in my life. But never mind. But
1: it brought us closer together.
2: It did. And also, if you just keep, you know, so you try one hobby group and you think, ugh, God, uh, I, not these people, then you join another hobby group and you keep going until you find your people. You whittled
1: it down, don't you? You're, Whittling!
2: That's you're... another group you oh, can yes, join. Oh, yes, yes. Mm, there we go. I hope that helps, my dear. There we go. All right, next one, Kurt.
1: All right. How does He's Kurt very wa- curt. How does Kurt want me to read this? Maybe his email? S-
2: read this in a very curt fashion.
1: All right. Yes.
2: Also, is there a spooky uh, monster called Kurt that we can think of? <laughs> um,
1: Kurt, one of the children from The Sound of Music.
2: <laughs> He's pretty scary. He's pretty scary. Why don't you do it in a Sound of Music fashion? So <laughs> either like Maria. All right. Or
1: well, Christopher Plummer is a oh. very curt. Yes, he is. He, he yes.
2: Christopher Plummer, and he didn't like children.
1: No, he didn't. Uh, I'll do it as Christopher like Plummer questions. as his role as Captain Von Trapp.
2: Okay.
1: Earlier this week, my website was hacked and taken offline. I messaged my hosting provider, but they'll do nothing to help me unless I elevate my tier with them by upgrading my membership.
2: This is going to be an exciting one, I can tell already. <laughs> it's <laughs>
1: gripping, this
2: Go on.
1: As a result, I've done a bit of research and found someone who will help me recover my website. I've spoken to them, they seem very nice, and charged me $100 for their service. So I've been wary of their intentions. I thought I'd try it on the off chance they were legitimate. Oh god. Now they're asking $200 more to continue, and I'm not going to pay it. However, I've not only made an excuse as to why I can't pay it, but I've tugged at their heartstrings, and they're willing to cover it for me. I know they'll expect it back, but I'm hoping that I've put on the charm well enough that they'll help me out, forget the whole thing, and charge me nothing. Unfortunately, now they've really taken an individual liking to me, and this seems to no longer be a business transaction. But rather, they seem intimately interested in me, and would like to keep in contact, regardless of whether I can pay or not. What should I do? Kindly yours, Kurt.
2: I mean, just stop talking to them, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty <laughs> obvious. However, it's not for us to say. It is for the spirits. Yes. Oh and so the in next. In this book... instance,
1: it is for Tom Waits to yes. say.
2: <laughs> the Little Black song book.
1: So this is a, a, a this is a, a book of Tom Waits songs with uh, lyrics and uh, appropriate chord symbols.
2: Chords. To over 80 classics? Has he done 80 classics? I mean,
1: many would argue he has. So
2: what? So into the, like, historic classic song lexicon, he's he's got 80 entries? Well, I... I... Bit exaggerated, Tom. Do
1: you know, it always makes me laugh when people say things like, over 80 songs. What, 81? (laughs) 84? Yeah, because
2: if it's 210, you're not going to say over 80, are you?
1: No, no. Over eighty implies not much more over eighty, doesn't it?
2: Yes, yeah, so you might as well just be accurate.
1: Eighty one songs.
2: Yes, yeah, so there we go. <laughs> right. Okay, so sixty-six yes. again. Ooh sixty-six. Yeah, this mm. one's got
1: this one's got chord symbols as well, just to add even more confusion.
2: Well so this song, if you want to know, is God's away on business. Oh
1: very good song. Oh this. Very yeah. Very good song. Is it
2: I don't know. Yes. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> it's a job, it's a job.
1: It's a job, it's a job. <laughs> That's how he
2: sings it. So there we go. So this is their job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Very handy. Yes. Very useful. So it's a job. Also, though you know who Job was in the Bible. Yes. Uh, and because this is this song is called
1: God's away God's on business. God's away on
2: business. Yes. So Job, poor bugger. Uh, God decided to test Job he to did. see how much he loved him. God. Yes. Job. Job loved God. So he did. He just did horrible things. Awful, Made terrible. His underpants thi- too tight. Yes. Like um, G- gave, gave him br- paper cuts in between his fingers.
1: Brought him out in hives.
2: You know, just horrible things. Made him allergic to dairy.
1: It's the you know the 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 classic argument of God being Old Testament God being a total psychopath.
2: Yes, and then Job was like, "I still love you, God," because he was in a very unhealthy relationship. Yes. And uh, yes, yeah, so what you could see is that. Uh, God is testing you. <laughs> no, but God's away on business, so it's, he's not. He's not testing you, Kurt, so you don't have to put up with this nonsense. Right. This string of bad luck.
1: Yes.
2: So, you know, this isn't something that you have to stoically get your way through. Tell him to sod off. Yes. I mean, yeah. who does
1: he think he is, asking so, for to charge, offering $100 service and then saying, you need to pay $200 more they, dollars?" If they to ask continue- again,
2: go, well, you you give me $500. And when they say, no, I won't give you $500, you say, well, there you go. <laughs> do you see what i mean? I I do. Just confuse them basically. That's it. Throw yeah. things at them until they leave you alone. Yes. That's I mean the, you could uh, do you
1: could do the Tom Waits voice at them and that's quite intimidating.
2: Oh yes. Sort of barking dog gravelin'. Yes. Gin soaked. Do you have another cocktail by the way?
1: Yes, let's have another one. Halloween cocktail time. Halloween cocktail time. Halloween cocktail time. Halloween cocktail time. Halloween cocktail
2: time. So this is uh, the Friday the 13th. Ooh. Okay, so what you do is you get some lake water, mm. boil it down to get the microbes out. Quite yes, important. Very there. important, yeah. And then you make it into ice cubes. So we've got some here. Right.
1: Oh, yes, there it is.
2: Uh, and then you pour over some cherry liqueur
0: mm. and it's
2: done. There we go. Oh. It's a lot of work with all the lake filtering and stuff for not much reward, but never mind. Ching, ching. Yes. Here we go. Cherry liqueur on the rocks, essentially. Here we go. <laughs> The Friday the thir- that is the one that's set in a lake. Isn't yes, that's it? right. Yes, okay, uh, that's uh,
1: uh, camp uh, camp yeah, summer camp and uh, murder on. Good. Uh, uh, I didn't uh,
2: want yes. to be like Nightmare on Il- Ilm Street. No,
1: no, no. That's talk about a lake. That's uh, that's the dream one, isn't it? All right.
2: Okay. So next one. So now we have got Igor from Melbourne, Australia. He right. wants you to read it in a Slavic Australian accent. Oh God. I mean, Slavic. We're talking kind of like vampire territory, aren't we? Oh,
1: yes. want to suck your blood. So
2: maybe just. Put in a few Australian isms.
1: All right, I'll see how I get on. Dear Madame Magenta and Bernard, good
0: eye, Madame Magenta and Bernard. No, there we go. There you go. I wish to ask the universe two questions. Two
2: questions, mate. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. Ah, ah. It's
1: contributing. Very good. I am going through some shit time, mate. Excuse the vernacular. With the anxiety of coming back into the office. I find my little studio rather comfortable workspace. How do I dig myself out of this shithole, flaming galah? There's a bit of Australian, just to keep that going.
0: My second question is related to my relationship with my wife. How can I increase the action in the romantic department?
1: These are two very different questions. That's two for the price of one, One really. One of them is I
2: don't want to go into the office, which is understandable. Who does? Yes. And the other is... uh, I want more action in the romance department. But I tell you what, whatever we pick will be the answer to both those things.
1: I think it's going to have to be, because he's been rather cheeky asking two questions.
2: Absolutely, very cheeky indeed. So the book we have picked is, oh, Bernard.
1: Uh, Oh, yes, this is one of mine.
2: Theremin, ether music and espionage. Albert Glinsky. So why is this horrifying?
1: Well, it's. I mean, it's a fascinating history of uh, Leon Theremin, the uh, spy and inventor of the musical instrument, the Theremin, which is, of course, the, the creepiest of all instruments. Oh, you're right. The it soundtrack is... to every classic horror and sci-fi movie. It's a
2: spooky, spooky instrument. Yes. Yes, and you play it on the interweb site. I do.
1: I am a very proficient theremin player, if I do say so myself.
2: Well, building yourself up there. Where do I, well, in this instance, I up. feel justified. No, I think you're absolutely right. Six, one, two, three, four, five, six. Hard enough and fast passages, virtually impossible. This is all. This also restricted. Oh God, <laughs> That's that does sound quite saucy, doesn't it? Does it? it? Well, you know, passages and things. They're hard enough. And restricting.
1: Mm.
2: Oh, there we go. So spice things up in your office. In your off... No. See, it doesn't work, does it? You can't, you can't have an office and a romance thing.
1: No. It's going to be inappropriate in
2: at least one direction, isn't it? Yeah, you don't want to mix the two, do you? No. Fast passage. So I would say, I would say, sort out your commute time, fast passage, right, and then you'll enjoy off the office better. Oh yes, that's true. So if you have, if on your fast passage to the office, oh, move closer to the office. There we go. Oh, all right. That's yes. what that means. And that might mean that you have to move out of the marital home. Oh, which will probably make your wife desire you more. To be ah, honest, yes. absence makes the heart grow fonder. There uh, the, we go. they
1: uh, tried and tested classic.
2: So for five days of the week, you've got to live <laughs> near the office
1: that won't be soul destroying at all no
2: and for two days of the week you can go home and what was it Uh, restrict oh yes restriction also makes the heart grow fonder, doesn't it right
1: yes what uh, forbidding yourself from uh, uh, thinking saucy thoughts or
2: anything really yes yes and then you'll feel more ardor that's right on the you know it said harder didn't it ardor ardor you'll feel more ardor on the weekend when you actually get to see your wife there we go there you go There we go. It is
1: possible to combine a work and love question.
2: Yes. Right, next one. So we've got two more. Let's have another cocktail. I think I need it. Halloween Halloween cocktail
1: cocktail time!
2: time. So this is the Jack Skellington. Oh, very nice. So we take some pumpkin juice, Mm. some bone broth, bone Skellington. Yes, very good for Cloves for a Christmassy kick. Oh, yes. And some eggnog. Same reason. Ah, this is a this is a, a, a
1: very Christmassy
2: one. It's it? also extremely savoury. Ah. So you've got to prepare yourself, because there's nothing like going for a drink and not being prepared for a thick, savoury sludge.
1: <laughs> Quite good if you're run a bit run down. This one good uh, good nutritional benefit. If
2: you've lost absolutely loads of weight from a wasting disease, say ah, yes. It's yes. excellent. It'll put it'll put meat on your skeleton. Jolly good. There we go. Down the hatch, Bernard. Mm, here we go. Here we go.
1: Good Lord, this is... Ugh.
2: It's something else, isn't it? The, the smell alone. Mm. Uh, medicinal. Oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> Quite something. I think something. maybe next time I'll leave out the bone broth. Maybe. And the eggnog. Mm. And Maybe the pumpkin juice. Yeah. And the cloves. Mm. All right, next one. Here we go. Two more letters. And then, we, then it's ready for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have an announcement. Oh, yes, we yes, do. Yes, yes. All right, so the next one is Elizabeth from Delaware. Oh, I don't know anything about Delaware.
1: Yes. Sounds
2: like a, a homeware place. Delaware. Delaware. Where you buy your cutlery and tablecloths.
1: Well, uh, uh, I'm not going to attempt a Delaware accent because I don't know what it sounds like, but uh, if we're going with the idea that it's a homeware place where you buy cutlery and so on, here in the UK, we have uh, there's a company called JML. That, uh, JML. that advertises yes. in lots of shops like that. They'll have a little, st- one of those things where there's a little stand with the product on display and a little screen with a very enthusiastic voice doing voiceovers talking about the JML kitchen sponge or something like that. Yes,
2: yes, and it's just an ordinary sponge, but they make it sound so much more exciting that you yes. go, I'll take 12.
1: So, uh, so I think, Elizabeth, I'm going to read uh, your email in the voice of the JML man. Dear Madam Magenta and the delightful Bernard, From Delaware in the US, I have a terrible problem I could use your amazing arts to assist with. Whenever I work from home, far more frequent since the pandemic, my dog Cassie growls and barks non-stop at my husband when he comes into view during the workday. He still takes her for walks and plays with her. But we don't understand this strange animosity that happens every single day if I'm working. I always look forward to your podcast with the greatest respect, Elizabeth.
2: Oh, I'll buy whatever you're selling. It's ve- it. very
1: compelling, isn't it, that yes. voice?
2: All right, so this book <clears> is <throat> My Best Friend's Exorcism ah. by Grady Hendrix. What a fabulous
1: name. Fabulous added.
2: name, fabulous name. Okay, so 60- are we still doing the sixth thing?
1: Let's go back to that, yes. All right.
2: No. One, two, three, four, five, six. Sliding it over Gretchen's head because at least Margaret was wearing... <laughs> <laughs> sliding wearing it over
1: something. What was she wearing Do we do we want to continue uh, It does to... say Yes A bra Oh right
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this paragraph's about
1: I mean this is a This is quite a trashy book This isn't it
2: It's extremely trashy I think
1: Yes Sliding it Why over are they Gritch- sharing
2: So basically Margaret's putting Pulling off her own big t-shirt And sliding it over Gretchen's head
1: Because at least she was Wearing a bra <laughs>
2: I don't understand
1: Oh I see so uh, I think I think we can interpret that Gretchen has her t-shirt or something has been soiled and so Margaret is sliding off her own t-shirt and giving it to Gretchen because Margaret is wearing a bra it's
2: a sleazy detail it's isn't a it? sleazy you detail. you don't need yeah. to say that No. also Margaret's such an old Margaret name. Why would you... <laughs> I'm imagining her then down by her knees now Hey, yeah, come on
0: Gretchen <laughs> uh, it's all right you can have this. Go and love, have that. There you go. Cover Maybe, your modesty. They're
2: probably reaching below the t-shirt, him. Yes. That's how old Margaret is. Yeah. All right. No, that's that's very ageist. I'm sorry. No, it's not ageist. That's uh, what would be ageist is suggesting low swingers were, weren't attractive. When yes. They are.
1: And in fact, that Margaret should cover up her low swingers.
2: No, you swing about, <laughs> Margaret.
1: <laughs> swing about, good and proper.
2: Yes. Anyway, uh, where
1: take were we? Great pride in the.
2: What the hell has this got to I do with? I can't remember that?
1: what. I can't remember what the issue was. So
2: the issue is.
1: Uh, dog okay. is barking non-stop at at, uh, at Elizabeth's husband. But
2: only when Elizabeth is working from home. So that, that is odd. So the dog is not aggressive to the husband, except when Elizabeth is working <laughs> at home.
1: Office <laughs> <laughs> During
2: office hours. During office hours. <gasps> I think you've hit on it, Bernard. Uh, the dog well. thinks it's got a job, and its job is to bark at the husband. Oh, yes. But uh, that's not what the spirits are saying. The spirits are saying something about a T-shirt. Something
1: about... Gretchen's low swingers or Mar- no Margaret's <laughs> low swingers and Gretchen wearing a t-shirt
2: yes well, although it's Gretchen giving Margaret a t-shirt so maybe what you need to do is give Cassie the dog yes a job that ah. is not barking at your husband.
1: Yes, and maybe a, maybe a nice little item of dog clothing that you know to make them feel uh, important. His yes, little
2: uniform. Yes, an adorable uniform. Yes. Oh, and actually, those vests that you put on dogs—they're like those storm vests.
1: Yes. They calm
2: them down. Oh, they do, don't so they? So there we go. Put a storm vest on your dog. Yes. And give it a job.
1: One of those one, a little vest that says uh, uh, "I'm at work." You know, you how you see those. Yes,
2: yes. And uh, give it a job like I don't know, getting a biscuit out of a sealed container. Yes. Yes.
1: I think it's very nice that we arrived at an extremely wholesome interpretation of what is clearly <laughs> meant to be a, a saucy paragraph in a in a dirty book
2: and a very practical one, which for the spirits is saying something because they're not normally very helpful at all. We had to do to a
1: bit of uh, bit of uh, lateral thinking, bit of we, massaging, but we did get there. Mm.
2: All right, last letter. Gosh. Yes. Do you want another Jack Skellington? Uh, I'm not sure I want another well, one of those. We've got but- a, I made up a litre, so we're oh, going to have to have them. All right, there we'll
1: you go. I'll have a little bit. Chin, chin. Mm, chin, chin.
2: Oh, oh God.
1: Ah, I mean, that's pushing it even for us, it's,
2: isn't it? It's genuinely horrifying. All, All right. right. Oh, this is from Newton Green. Newton. Hello, Newton. Hello again, Newton. Do we- oh, so what are we doing? <laughs> well, what? <laughs> What's a, what's a spooky voice? How about green? Something green that's spooky because it's from Newton Green. So um uh Frankenstein. He yeah, doesn't speak he much, doesn't say, does he, does he?
1: Well he, in the book he's extremely In elegant. the book
2: he goes on and on he never, and on. Never shuts up. Ugh, but not in the film. Um what else is green? Frogman. Is that a thing?
1: <laughs> I could do Kermit, that's pretty uh Kermit. Kermit, there we go, do Kermit. All right. Dear Madam Magenta <clears throat> I'm sure I've got a better Kermit in me than that, but let's go.
0: Life has been good. I've been working part a part-time job and will be going back to school for library science. But I have noticed that a lot of my friends are getting engaged. I know that's not surprising for my age group, but I feel left out since I have only had one relationship in my teens. Do you have any recommendations for how to meet people when you're busy in life? Yay! From Newton Green. Very good. Thank Very you. Good. Good.
2: Well, I have to say, my dear, I am surprised a lot of your friends are getting engaged because I'm going to make a bit of an assumption here and say you're all in your early 20s. Yes,
1: I think that's maybe fair to say.
2: So I think that, that is surprising. It is
1: quite early, isn't it?
2: It is. I mean, if most... There's normally one weird couple who get engaged. <laughs> yes. Quite early. And <laughs> yes. you're like, oh God, is that a good idea? But most of your friends, that, that is a surprise. So I think they're, they're the unusual ones, to be perfectly frank. Mm. And you know, Newton, the most significant relationship you have in life is with yourself. That's well, true. It? Yes, isn't it? So I wouldn't worry that you've um, you've uh, had a relationship in your teens and, and nothing since, because really, this is a time when you should be getting to know yourself. Yes, getting to appreciate and love yourself.
1: And, and the best relationships often turn up when you're not at all looking for them.
2: Well, they normally turn up when you're in quite a happy place, don't they? Yes, and they're the healthy ones because if you're not in a happy place with yourself, you uh, you're like, yeah, you'll do, pointing yes. at some, you know. Awful, awful individual. Mm. Then you end up in a relationship which makes you feel depressed and then you're like, maybe the problem is me. And it, No, no, it the n- problem isn't never you. Never is. No. Except that initial terrible choice you made. Ah, yes,
1: that was yes. your fault.
2: Yes, yes. No, no, it's not necessarily your no. fault, of course. No. There are lots of things. Uh, blah, 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 you know what I mean. Anyway, let's uh, let's ask the things.
1: So what is our final book here?
2: Well, an absolutely beautiful... Edition, which looks haunted in itself.
1: This is a Folio Society copy of
2: Ghost Stories and Other Horrid Tales, and it's absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous.
1: Why have we never? It's a bit alarming that we've never seen this book before and it just appeared on our shelves. It
2: genuinely did. So you're getting a bit of a treat here. It looks like
1: the prop that they'd use at the start of a movie. When, the, you know, the book would open up and it would say, and now we have a curious tale to tell you. It's it's you know, like, it's beautiful. I think
2: it actually belongs to the crumbling Tudor Mansion. That oh, maybe, yeah. You know, because there is a library here, no books in the library, but we did we did find this on a shelf, didn't we?
1: Yes, and, and the, the, such books as there are, they do move around in mysterious ways.
2: Yes. Anyway, so this is exciting. So let's count. One, two, three, four, five, six. McFarlane is the boy. Toddy McFarlane, I call him. Toddy. <laughs> Not at all helpful.
1: <laughs> Do you think that's who Newton will end up with? It seems like a very direct question.
2: Toddy McFarlane. I mean, Newton could have a search online to see if there's a Toddy McFarlane anywhere. Yes. I don't know what this Toddy McFarlane might be right it like, so I don't want to...
1: I wouldn't direct just follow into
2: some random.
1: Yes, the, just the, the the direct order of an old ghost book.
2: So uh, uh, Newton's question is recommendations for how to meet people when you're busy in life. And we actually that we gave the previous uh, questioner. That brilliant advice about hobbies. Didn't yes, it? yes. So it sort of goes here as well. Toddy. Let's talk about this though. Toddy. Hot toddies. Yes. A hot
1: toddy is a hot whiskey drink. A very delicious warming drink. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Uh, that is is Scottish, I believe. Mm-hmm. And McFarlane. You can't get much more Scottish than that. It does sound Scottish pretty. Scottish. Country dancing is a hobby.
1: Yes, it is.
2: Yes, which is best done when off your face on whiskey Good because. Lord. I mean, it's traditional for a start. I think we're getting somewhere here. And otherwise, it's tremendously boring. So uh, you could... Look for a Scottish country dancing group Society, to join. Society, yes. Yes, and actually doing something as ridiculous as Scottish country dancing will definitely bond you all together. Oh yes, so it's, it's a gonna... good way to meet friends.
1: Yeah, you have a, having a good laugh at yourself because you, you 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 want to meet people who will who are able to laugh at themselves. Oh,
2: absolutely, absolutely. Or you can get a really niche interest and then you meet other people with niche interests. For instance, like whiskies. Yes, it's not even that niche to be honest. But yes, yeah, Scottish having...
1: country dancing. <laughs> (laughs) Yes,
2: yes, yes. Uh, Cultivating a real fascination for something uh, will help you meet other people uh, that also have that fascination. More genuine advice, I don't know. It's a bit, I
1: mean, uh, initially starting off as a spooky Halloween special, this is actually probably the most sensible episode we've ever done.
2: Oh, God. Oh, well, that's typical, isn't it? Right, and so now we come to the end of our spooky episode. So we're going to do our final big announcement. It's very exciting. Bernard, you do it. I'm going to drink the rest of the Jack Skellington. All
1: right. So we are launching a brand.
2: Oh, so disgusting. Anyway, it is. There we go
1: on. <clears throat> We are launching a brand new series of spooky tales entitled Magenta Presents. We will be introducing various horror-based stories, some full cast audio dramas, some short stories, and then taking the piss out of them gently and with love afterwards. The first spooky story is called Ghosted and it will be out in January.
2: So what that means is it's not gonna be on this feed. So if you are subscribed to this feed, then you won't get a notification.
1: No, but, you, but we, will, we will probably tell you on this feed when you can go and we, subscribe to the other one.
2: We absolutely will. We're not going to leave this feed altogether, but we will be spending a lot more time on that feed. Yes. If you know what I mean.
1: Presenting some wondrous tales of the weird and macabre. So it
2: doesn't exist yet, but it will in January, and it's going to be very exciting. Yes, we're We're very off. excited, aren't we, dear? Oh, very, very excited. Yes. We're inviting uh, some spooky story makers To our crumbling ruin to tell their story. That's going to be very interesting. Oh, very interesting. I hope they make it here, okay? The road is long and winding. Yes, and there are many storms. And wolves. And many people have to abandon their cars and seek refuge. Yes, and the locals at the bottom of the mountain say they won't take you any further. No, and they have a, a pub which has real ales. And um, they're yeah, not very welcoming.
1: You walk in, and the the piano player stops playing, and they all turn around and stare at you. I mean, how
2: many pubs have a piano player nowadays? That's that impressive. one
1: does. Yes, mm. yeah, good, good on them for keeping a musician in, you know, in,
2: in employment. In pennies, yeah. yes. Good. good on them. All right, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Goodbye.
1: The Fable and Folly Network, where
0: fiction producers flourish. Forgive me, Father. For I've sinned. It's been six months. Since my last confession. What would you like to confess today? I have decades of failings I could recap here. Today, I want to confess
2: the worst thing I've ever done.
0: Uh, okay, uh, let's unpack here. I can be kind of a crap husband. I
2: took eight years of my life and
0: lit it on fire in a matter of five hours. So I did what any self-respecting father would do.
2: I am. Um, lightly <laughs> dosed his Gatorade with a powerful laxative.
1: And I guess sorry for
0: making out in the confessional. Since confession is about talking to God, I felt he had a right to know what you've done. What I've done? What did I do? Are you kidding?
1: Do you love Emily, what the
0: hell kind of question is that? Well, you're not going to absolve me. That's the whole point.
1: Please leave the sacrament to the professional. Where do you get off talking to me like this? Excuse me? What the
0: f***? Who is there?
1: Forgive me, a comedy podcast from Rogue Dialogue.